Hi, I'm Alexis. And I'm Katie. And welcome to Controlled Chaos, where we will bring you into the world of the Las Vegas hospitality industry. Thank you for spending some time with us today and let the chaos begin. Hi, everyone. Hi, and welcome back. Katie, how was your new year? It was fabulous. If you all want to go check it out, I rocked a power suit. She looked amazing. Alexis, how was your new year's? <laughs> My New Year's was spent in bed. I just had my second eye surgery so that I can have 20-20 vision. So I stayed in bed and listened to podcasts. We love that. <laughs> and we would like to give whoever gave us this lovely gift a shout out because we sound so much better. So much better. Thank you. I'm sure you were thinking those girls sound <laughs> like <laughs> And we need to do something about it. But we want to thank you for this amazing gift and we love it and we feel very legit now. So we are also just drinking water today because it's New Year's and we were just a tad bit hungover. Um, You were a tad bit hungover. I was not drinking. (laughs) Okay, well, she's just drinking water with me too. We are (laughs) drinking water today. Sorry that we don't have a fun drink. Sorry. All right. We're going to kind of touch base because Alexis and I were able to work together on our first event. Yay. Um, and this was on December 16th of 2023. And it was called Christmas in Venice. And it was happening at the Bellagio of Las Vegas. It was one of my clients that I take on personally, not through my normal job, but through like my side hustle. Um, and she is a client of mine through a family friend and she owns a company called S3H Construction. So it was her company slash client slash family holiday party. And we did a whole like Christmas in Venice, like Venetian carnival themed. So I had to reach out to Alexis and she was able to provide mostly all of the decor, Mm -hmm. um, furniture groupings and cute little vignettes and those candles that I like the word of. What were they called? Pillar candles? No, um, the three pillar ones, though. You called them something fun. Candelabras? Candelabras. (laughs) (laughs) That. That's a fun word if we all want to say it together. Candelabras. Candelabras. (laughs) So, Alexis, can you tell us what a candelabra is? (laughs) Yes. So, a candelabra is a large candlestick. They're various sizes. And then they have multiple different branches connected to them kind of like in Beauty and the Beast do you remember that was a really good description right like like what's his name I don't know the candle in Beauty and the Beast (laughs) what is the candelabra in Beauty and the Beast uh yeah we'll put we'll like link a photo of him up here in the air (laughs) yes Yes. We should have known that. We're going to get hate for not knowing that. We are. That's fine. Lumiere in Beauty and the Beast is a candelabra. Yes. And a candelabra is just a fun term. But yeah, so we had this. So I was working on this event prior to bringing Alexis in. And she was over at my house recording our other podcast. And I was mm, frustrated with some other vendors. And I was like getting a little annoyed because I was like, oh, this is what I want. And this is what like this is my budget, blah, blah, blah. And I did not know this, but Alexa's company was able to provide, like, all of that. So she kind of just helped me do the whole – we had a custom, like, decor wall with Venetian masks on it. We also had a custom mirror that was done, very Venetian-style themes, some furniture groupings that was brought in. We'll, like, show some pictures on our podcast Instagram and then on both of mine and Lexi's um, Instagram pages, you can find some more pictures. But from my point of view – this event was like flawless and you guys did a great job and being on the planning side I kind of just tell my vendors like what I need 
and they kind of make it happen. So I know on your end, you probably had a little bit more of a challenge. So I kind of just want to like talk through that and like get your perspective on the event because from my end, it was it was great. Like we did a great job. So yeah, everything <laughs> looked fantastic. Um, I had a lot of fun putting the lookbook together for you. Ooh. So we always do lookbooks for every single event and it kind of just shows the client exactly what they're going to be getting so that when they show, when you show up, they're not like, ooh, that's not what I thought it would be. So we put together um, this this lookbook for Katie and um, <laughs> how did you like the couches? I love the couches. Okay, great, because those weren't the couches in the lookbook. That's so funny because I didn't even notice. I, I know. So do you want to know what happened? Yeah. Well, also that's like good to like – I feel like these like lookbooks when we do them because I've done them for like my normal job too like I always put a caveat like inspiration photos only because like it is like the look that you're trying to get but sometimes you just can't get it. Yeah no we had those exact couches (laughs) and (laughs) okay so we had a week right for your event I think to put everything together. Yeah like a week or or so and all of a sudden I was I was going through my emails and I got an email and it was like your order's been canceled. And I was like, wait, wait, so you order the couches? I ordered every, the couches for your event. Yeah, everything else we had, but yeah. I had, to, we didn't have, it's, you can't really rent Venetian style French inspired couches. Yeah. So we just bought them. Gotcha. So now we have them and we love them and we're pitching them to everybody. But I know, because you could use them for like a lot of different type of events. Too. Yes. So we had found the original couches that I had in the lookbook. And then I got that email that the order had been canceled. And it was, how like, far out was this? It was like, four days before your event and I was like <gasps> I would have thrown up I panicked see but from a client's point of view because like I hired Lex on as a client like I had no idea that yeah. was happening which is like the best way to do that being us on the supplier side like yeah I, I didn't even know there was a fire happening so from a client's perspective it was flawless I went into my boss's office and I was like here are some other couches that I found that kind of look like it I don't know and and so she looked and we found these couches and it was that it was either going to be there two days before your event or the day before your event. And I was like, okay, if it's the day before, we just have to hope that it looks okay. I'm like, okay, these look similar. I don't think that Katie will notice that they're not the same couches <laughs> that were in the lookbook. So funny. And so then they got there early. So we were like, hallelujah, put them together. And <laughs> and how was that process? Because I've heard um, things through the grapevine that that was a fun process. So I thought it would be really easy to put together. So we had a separate chair for the um, custom hedge wall. That one was so easy to put together. It was the uh, top, you put the bottom in, and then you put the legs in. Super easy. easy. It took like 10 minutes. Like like, Ikea. Fantastic. Easy. Yeah. The couch was like (laughs) like eight pieces, and it was really heavy, and they had to slide into each other. And it took me and my coworker like 45 minutes to put a chair together, not even the actual couch. And so I gave up and I had to call our guys to come and put them together. See, and that's wild because seeing the couches in person, I just thought like you guys had them in your warehouse. Like they came bit, like built like that. Yeah, no, we built them. That's insane. For you, you're, you guys were the first people to sit on it. And do you want to know what was really funny? What? Okay, so when we were waiting for the custom mirrors to arrive, yeah. you had went to go get your hair done and we were all sitting outside and we were like, okay, let's start the mask wall. So we started putting it on and one of our guys, labor guys, sit on the couch and he's like, oh, Alexis. And I 
was like, what? <laughs> the cushion was not on the couch properly. So at your event, if we wouldn't, if he wouldn't have sat on the couch, one of your guests <laughs> would have flopped over or something. <laughs> oh my God. So we fixed that and don't worry, it was fine. I didn't even, yeah, I didn't yeah. know. So That's those were the so little funny. crazy fires that were happening beforehand. And I was like, this is the first time Katie's using us and I can't even get these couches. No. And then that's why I asked you when you when you were like, oh my gosh, I love these couches. And I was like, right? <laughs> <laughs> okay, but that's also like such a good skill. Like I feel like we're normally, I'm tech, in my normal day-to-day job, I'm like on your end too. Like I'm the providing the entertainment, the decor, whatever. And I think that is such a good skill to have of like, if it looks similar, if it looks good, then like, don't even bring it up, right? Mm -hmm. Like there's no reason to like tell the client unless if it's something huge or unless if they're saying like, oh, this doesn't look like what we contracted, like go with the flow and like let that be because when you're in it too, like we'll notice so many things, but like the client never like notices that much. Like from when I was in like the client's point of view, like I had so much going on. I was handling the Mm -hmm. menu. I was handling the AV. I was handling all these things. So like being able to just like give it to somebody and have them take care of it and like look like similar to my vision was great. So yeah, I love that you didn't (laughs) even bring it up. Like there was no need to, like I loved it and it was great. Now if I was like, oh, I hate these couches. These don't look like anything alike. Then we would have that conversation. But like I always just say, like, when you're doing a final walkthrough with a client, like, like make it, like, it seem like the best event ever. Like, look how beautiful yep. these flowers turn out. Even if you know that they were not supposed to look like that, the client doesn't know. The guests definitely don't know what it's supposed to look like. So you always have to go in with, like, oh, whatever. <laughs> the more excited you are about something – the more excited the client is going to be. And I've learned that, like, watching my boss and, like, do proposals for people. She's like, oh, my gosh. And then if we have this, like, even if they don't think it's a good idea at first because you're so excited about it, they're like, that's a great idea. Right. Yeah, we should do that. Well, and that's the thing. I think from a client's point of view, like, I'm going to the experts. So, like, I take one thing off my plate. Like, Mm -hmm. I – I don't – I don't have the time to be sourcing these things. So, like, that's why I go to these, like, vendors. And that's, like, what makes us – good in our role is because we're getting like we're saving them time by doing it for them and like you said like just being extra excited about it like giving them suggestions like we're in this day in and day out so like we know it's good we know it's not good like mm-hmm. we know it's gonna work and like advising your clients but like also trying to make it seem like it's their idea is yes. like the hard thing <laughs> but yeah I thought it was great I was like oh this looks beautiful <laughs> love it I love it so much yay how do you think it's better to work with multiple vendors or work with like one one vendor and have that vendor like subcontract everything or provide everything that they have? So I think it kind of depends on what you're looking for. So like this event specifically, I was looking for a lot of different details and I knew I wasn't going to be able to get it from one provider. Also, like I was worried about like a budget. So like your budget really comes into play when you're like thinking of these things and like you know there are suppliers that could provide stuff that's okay quality but you know it's gonna get the job done like for example I you had heaters like Mm -hmm. heaters are not cute in any way shape or form but they're just functional like so you have to kind of think of like okay is it just a functionality thing or is it going to be like a plate so I think when you're looking at vendors or looking at one person you have to determine like what your clients what's important to you and your client and then I also think that piggybacks on like how much time you have because if you have a ton of time to design an event, you can utilize different inventories from different mm-hmm. people or you can, you know, you know that this 
entertainment provider has the best Elvis or you know that this company has the best floral. Like you could pull in like your preferred vendors and as you work more, you'll learn who can come through for you, who cannot. But then I also think like when you're in a rush and it's like 24 to 48 hours out, you just got to go with like one and be like, hey, figure this out. This is what I need, X, Y, and Z. And they can like all subcontract. But I think when you have the time to design, it's nice to like look and go through. And like for me, when I'm designing my events now, I always think of like, okay, I really love to use this vendor because she always comes through to me at last minute. She's going to bring a couple extra votives with her. She's going to like, for example, you did like a great job. Like you brought extra batteries. Like, and then there's some vendors that just don't think about that stuff. And they're like, oh, well, whatever. So like you kind of learn, but I think it's easier to go through one vendor. However, I don't think that's always the right way to go because I don't know if it's going to get the right product at the end of the day. Yes. That makes sense. But yes and it's silly like Vegas is different where like we all use the same vendors Mm -hmm. like there's so many of the same vendors that could offer almost like identical products so it really comes down to like pricing and like the relationships you have like within the city yeah relationships are super super big super it's all about who you know yeah and it's like when you're in a crunch like for example like Lexi's came on site with I don't even know like 10 people on your crew (laughs) I had brought seven Yeah, yeah and it wasn't like that's also from a client's perspective because I was on a tight timeline to get things done. So, like, it was awesome to have those extra people there. They were willing to help when they could. Like, they're in charge of their stuff. But then, like, when they had downtime, they were helping with other things. And it's just, like, nice. I always feel bad when I have a – when I'm ordering, like, 10 things from a vendor and they bring two guys, like, labor guys. Like, that's not going to get the job done in the time constraints that I have. So it's always nice to have, like, a good crew. They show up professionally. They're willing to help. And, like, you know, now I know. I'm like, oh, I could count on a couple extra, like, people showing up. You mm-hmm. were on time. Like, you didn't have any of those things. So, like, it does. Like, you kind of just learn to, like, who works really well and who doesn't. And and just also where you could get, like, your best quality item for the yeah. best price. But, yeah, I like, I like doing both. Yeah, me too. But now that I know you could do, like, everything, it's really <laughs> nice. <laughs> um, yes. Uh, yeah. Was there anything that you learned from this? I know we talked yes. about it a little bit when we were striking. Yes. Also, striking an event. It's it's funny because I realize people that I've talked to when I'm like, oh, yeah, strikes at this time. Or like, like, yeah, you're, they don't know. you're like picketing an event. And I'm like, no, no, no. Strike means tearing down an tearing event. Tearing down. Like so, picking it all up. Clean yeah. Up. Clean up. So when we went to strike, you were a little frustrated. I was and a little frustrated. What, let it, tell us about that. So – I every time I do an event privately like from start to finish on my own I learn some type of lesson the biggest lesson I learned this time was I in the front end try to save costs but then tech really only ended up saving like maybe $200 in the back end so I use this one linen provider and they ship things to you and again I just didn't think this fully through because the last time I did this I was only like providing it for 35 people versus now I was providing it for like 120 so I had like a lot of these boxes with linen a lot of chargers a lot of all these like silverware and glassware and all of this stuff like shipped to my house and then in my head instead of just adding additional labor to help me with that I was like oh I could just do it myself it's only 10 tables but then when you're there and you're in the moment you have to do a lot of other things you keep getting pulled like I wish I just would have done the labor. And then at the end of the event, like, you also have to clean all that stuff up. And I had to figure out, like, how was I going to get it from my house to Bellagio? How was I going to get back from Bellagio to my house? Like, I drive a very little Nissan. So I just (laughs) packed this stuff in my car and, like, went. 
And then at the end of the day, too, like with all like the bell cart charges that we needed to get it from my car to the room and then the my the room back to my car, like those all added up. And all in all, I might have saved like an additional 200 and as you start working in these events and you have a budget, like, don't kill yourself, yeah, for an extra $200. Like, it's just not worth it. Like, because we've all been there where we've worked way too much. We've been lifting. We've been – and then you're burnt out and it's not sustainable. So, like, if I was doing 15 events like this back-to-back, I wouldn't be able to keep lifting these boxes. Like, I need to hire label, labor, and I think it's just, like, important to, like – delegate in that way and like I don't know about you anytime there's an event day I always think I have so much time and yeah. then like literally the last like hour two hours you're like rushing around but I think that's just like in an events like there's so many little details that you can't do until it's like the t- like the almost like the end of the time yeah like, when uh, I showed up though it looked like everyone was having a fantastic time and everything looked absolutely beautiful it was you did amazing your vision thank you super came to life and it looked awesome yeah it's been it was fun it was a really good event all in all like the client was really happy that like I was working with it was a fun design process like I've never we went from like Italian renaissance to like Venetian carnival and I think when you're choosing like a design and that's kind of helping like with your vendors like if you're in like a place where like I have no idea what I want that I think that's when you need to rely on like a vendor where they could piecemeal it together versus like I knew what my vision was and so like I was piecemealing it with different vendors so I think it just kind of depends on like what you're looking for yeah and it also shows like Katie wouldn't have known to that we could do all of that when I was at her house and I was looking at it and she was like oh my gosh like it's this much money for just this like are you like is that an okay price and I was like Katie we can literally do that like no we and I pitched us because I was like no I want to help with your event I was like we can do all this and she was like you can do the furniture and stuff too I was like yeah I can love it and then it was really funny because you were like oh I got these cute pillows from Amazon (laughs) and they were really cheap and I was like well it was Um, just the pillow cover did you is it just the cover is there the answer to and she was like and that I only know that because I made that mistake I was like oh my gosh like I bought these and then I was like oh it's just the cover so (laughs) I don't know for people that like don't do this I didn't know that the pillow doesn't come with like the insert yeah it just comes with the cover but we had I was like we have inserts what do you need and it's different like if it's an 18 by 18 cover 22 by 22 insert I don't know who did that but that's crazy math yeah it's so that that's pillow math <laughs> pillow math you know you know about girl math we're gonna teach you about pillow math pillow math if you have a wild. 16 by 16 pillow you need an a uh, pillow cover you need an 18 by 18 insert you always have to go larger because then it makes that insert look more full you can do the same size but then the insert's gonna be like sad like like this yeah wild I would have never known that so like again like lessons learned and also like that's where I feel like your relationships and supplier partners come in handy because like that's something that I was just talking to you about and you're like oh like hey like lessons Mm -hmm. learned to each other like if you if we probably weren't friends you probably would have just never told me you'd have been like oh cool like Mm -hmm. end of story but I think like having those relationships is great and then like talking through like those kind of things of like okay like how do you want this really to look like what's your vision here so then when you do have to make like compromises you can yeah and then just knowing like I know like last minute we added on a hedge wall because all of that stuff and it's like because of our relationship I had a certain budget that I had to stay within and it was easy to work with those vendors that you have those good relationships in because they'll usually help you being in like a 
budget situation. Like they may give you a discount here, like help you a little bit here because like they just know the business is going to be worth it, I guess, if that makes sense. Because adding the extra hedge wall for you, like – I don't think you guys charged me for that. I don't know. No, we didn't charge you for that. I don't know. I'm like, whatever. Yeah. I don't when know. we were putting the hedge wall together outside in the Bellagio, it looked smaller with the four. Because mm-hmm. originally you were like anywhere between like 16 feet, 20 feet. We yeah. didn't really know. We didn't really know the space size. And then when we got there, because we got there so early and had extra time, because I always love to have extra time because yeah. I don't like running around with my chicken with my head cut off. Correct. Um, when we had set it up. Katie came out. I was like, what are you thinking? Before we put anything on it, she was like, I don't know. I think it needs like one more. And the sofa hadn't arrived yet, the large Venetian sofa. And so that also didn't help. And I was like, if you want, I have another one at our warehouse. Luckily, our warehouse is close to Bellagio. So it was like a 10 minute drive there and coming back. And so I was like, we can go grab you an extra hedge wall if you want. And she was like, okay, that, yeah, that'd be great. And I was like, I'm just going to do it. Like, I'm not, she, she right. was like, you can charge me if you know. I was like, no, I'm just going to go grab you the head wall. I want it to look like how your vision is, what you want. Right. So, and it well, looked and great. Well, and it's like, I've had that with other suppliers too, where like the couch shows up on site and it just doesn't look up to standard. And I, if I know if I'm going to notice it, like if I think it's really bad, I, then the client's probably going to think it's really yeah. bad at the end of the day too, or whoever your end user is. So like, I just want to be sure like it's matching my standard. Mm-hmm. Um, and then same thing, like, or a, something has come on site and it's been stained and I'm like, I need a different one. Like I'm not using this. And it is like those vendors that you typically start to work with again and again, like they're more than happy to go do it. Then there's some that are like just very transactional. Yeah. And like, again, if it's just her functionality, who cares? But like when it comes down to like those little fine details and it is like you're, when your client is spending 14,000, 15,000 $200,000 like you want it to look nice mm-hmm. like that's a lot of money that somebody's spending regardless if it's corporate business or personal money like you want it to look nice like I wouldn't want to show up to my own wedding and like yeah pay $200 to the floral for them to be like wilted and the floral looked amazing <gasps> the floral did look amazing shout out Miss Daisy's floral she did a very yeah. good job but yeah and it's hard like when I was designing this event I had an envision for it but then like it's when it's starting to come together, you get a little nervous. You're like, is it going to look good together? Is it not going to look good together in sight? Because it is like all those like textures do add something to it. All of those kind of things. But yeah, I loved it. Like when you designed the hedge wall, which mm-hmm. will like show photos, but like did you, because I kind of just explained it. I was like, I just wanted like this like wall with like these masks. Mm-hmm. And like where, how did you like think of that process and like what did you do on yeah. the back end? So me and my SVP, we – sit down and we are really good about bouncing ideas off of each other and so we were like okay we have these masks you know different colors and that's why in the one that we had sent you we didn't obviously use all the ones that were in there because those were just show like like you said kind of for inspiration inspiration, it'll look like this um so we had we have the accurate measurements of the hedge wall four by eight hedge walls Mm mm-hmm and then we took the accurate measurements of each mask gotcha. to see how many we could fit. And at first, we had done it, like, kind of straight in the line. But then yeah. once the couch got there, I kind of just, like, threw the paper away because I was like, no. this Like, we can move these masks somewhere yes. else. We didn't, like, after talking to you and, like, looking at it and seeing everything else, we didn't want everything so straight. Yeah. You so know, we wanted to be a little bit Fun. eclectic and everything. Yeah. And so we just – it was really just playing Well, and that, like, and moving goes them to around. show, like – when it looks good on paper, but then yes. you're in person, like you have to be flexible to make those adjustments. And your team was super flexible for that. And then it's also just so interesting. Like you say that, like the, the vision of it, like 
it's good to know like what do you have that's going to look good mm-hmm. and like you were able to take the measurements but then you don't know like what are the outstanding factors like there's always stuff on an event day that you just have to be like willing to roll with the punches on and you did a really good job with that and then yeah I think and I think it's good because you managed my expectation very like I think on point like it wasn't like and I think that's one of the hardest jobs that we have to do is manage clients expectations so like when you give them the like you knew how big it was going to be you knew all these things because there are some things that we cannot change on site so like having those conversations and giving them as clear as like an understanding of what's going to be looking like is a great thing because like I had a pretty much understanding of what that wall was going to look like we went in and it wasn't like anything out of the like your mock-up looked very similar mm-hmm. to the real thing and I think that's what it's hard to do sometimes because people have this like envision in their head and then they're like oh no what I was thinking this or I was thinking this and like I don't know how many times you probably get it too but like a client will send me all these Pinterest photos and I'm mm-hmm. like oh we got to narrow that down like Pinterest is great and like social media is great but like it may not work for your space or for your place like all of that stuff because like you said I needed to know the size of what it needed to be like all of those information I needed to give you for you to give me something that matched my expectation yeah and that's something that I had to learn because I would do these lookbooks and I'd have a table and then I'd have this votive on the table and Gwen would look at it and be like that's not the actual size and I'm like I know that it's not the actual size but it's so that they can see she's like no 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 like you need to do things to scale yeah because if not you're gonna show up to the event and they're gonna be like I thought this was way bigger than this is and then you're gonna be like well no because you know but the client has no idea what the actual size is right so that's what I've been getting way better at is making sure that everything is to scale so if I know how even though uh, I hate math if I know what size the couch is and I know what size the dining table is, yes. I can make sure, okay, this is what it's accurately, right. as close to scale as possible on Canva you can get. This is what it's going to look like. And this is what the centerpiece is going to look like that way. Right. When you show up, like if I would have made the masks huge or tiny, you would have been like, oh, I thought we were getting right. more than this. Like, And that's actually like a good, I don't know if it was in your mock-up, but nor, and like I think it was my photographer too, like a lot of times when you guys get like mock-ups or if you do mock-ups like put in a fake person so like at least like they kind of on kind of understand like what it looks like to scale and we could share on our story like some I, mm-hmm. like examples of like the mock-up and then like in real life because I've had that too where they're like oh we thought this couch was so big and I was like oh no it's actually a lot smaller but like but and the in you know on whatever presentation lookbook they had it looked like a big living room couch yeah. and then it's actually kind of smaller so like when you put that into like um a document to kind of like give it out as like a visual like making sure those measurements kind of do line up because I've had that happen to me so many times mostly with yeah. like floral I think like mm-hmm. a lot of times they're like expecting this big floral yes. arrangement and I'm like uh, actually it's it's not that big mm-hmm. and knowing like the sizes of your tables and like what's gonna look good in that table like if you had a high boy which is a much smaller circumference mm-hmm. is that right? yeah 30 to 36 inches. yeah I'm like a huge centerpiece on that's gonna look silly yes. versus like having your actual like good centerpieces so yeah it's just like all those little details that I don't think people think about like until you're there and there's mm-hmm. times that I'm on site and I'm like oh, I just didn't think about it like yep. this and I was like what does that look like so but I thought it was really kind of fun overall Yay. I mean they loved it it was like a hit so what we had is yeah walk us through the event okay so you walk into the main doors and we had like a nice Venetian style mirror that your team did and then they had like a vinyl on it. Yep. That said, welcome to the S3H holiday party or Christmas party. Or Christmas in Venice, I think it actually said. Mm-hmm. We'll 
we'll put some videos <laughs> on there. And then you walk through and then like all the tables were inside the room, but they did their cocktail hour outside on the patio. So outside on the patio space is where we had some of those lounge groupings because her whole vision was to make it feel very like casual and networking and connecting. And so like I wanted to embrace that. And I think the lounge groupings does a mm-hmm. good job of that versus just having like a ton of high boys. And then we had a champagne wall, which is always a hit because it's just fun. Like living hands come and mm-hmm. pop out and through the champagne. And then we did the Venetian mask wall and that was like their photo booth area. And that was kind of like the highlight of like where things were taking place. And then we also had a cigar bar roller. So he was like rolling his own cigars. And then on the inside we had a DJ, all those candelabras and some like little vignettes around the perimeter to kind of just fill up the space a little bit. And then we did a full tablescape with linens, um, custom flatware, um, chargers, napkins, menu cards, little party favors, and all the things. So we'll post some photos. But it turned out really pretty. And like hindsight 2020, like the things that I would have changed is I wish we would have done like something similar, like a different wall right behind the DJ. Because like on the inside, there wasn't really a big mm-hmm. focal point, And it was just the DJ. But again, being flexible – like, I put a diagram together of, like, a floor plan of where I wanted these things. But then when you get on site, you're like, oh, that doesn't actually look great there. That doesn't look great here. So what I ordered through Alexis was, like, all these, I guess we could call them, like, vignettes. Yeah, it was, like, ancillary decor vignettes. Yes. So we had candelabras and then also older Venetian-style um, lanterns. Lanterns and things like that. And then um, I was going to put, like, floral within those mm-hmm. pieces. So, like, I think it was, like, a – I don't know, midday decision where I was like, ah, we should put some on the DJ riser. Like, because he's going to be a very big focal point. So, like, that's where I just wish we would have, like, because it was an air wall, so it was kind of like an – Air walls are ugly. Like, there's no really cute way about them. So I wish we would have put, like, pipe and drape or something on those walls just to make it feel a little bit more in the mood. But, yeah, I think – there's always things I feel like, I don't know, do you, every time you leave an event, do you like, oh, I did this really yeah. well, or this could have been better. Like, I feel like you just always learn something, and like the pillows. <laughs> yeah, math. I always leave an event, I'm like, wow, that was really good, but then I'm always like, okay, next time we can do this, or we can change this, and I think that's what makes us so good at what we do, yes, is that we're always like, okay, it was great, the client had no idea anything went wrong, they loved it, but next time this is what I would want to add and yes. I think that's what why they keep coming back like she keeps coming back to you to your yes. events because every time you exceed her expectations well and every time too like I used to be very fearful of like asking for feedback and advice because I felt like it was like a personal attack on me I'm like oh my god if they didn't like something it's on me but like I as I got older and more confident in my role like I don't take that anymore so like I feel like I've been asking clients for feedback a lot so they're giving me all the things that they thought went well, things that they thought didn't go too well. And it allows me to just like take into note and every client's different and everybody who attends these parties are different. So like knowing who's going and your client's likes, it's going to help you in the end planning these events. And for example, she was like, I loved like the outside area. Most of the people wanted to stay outside. Like I wish we would have combined the space more. I wish we had more music outside. Mm -hmm. So like that's just something that I know, like where people go, where people go. So like learning what they're, clientele likes to do so it's just like knowing and being able to ask for that feedback is like hey what went well what didn't go well and like be okay to have those conversations so then in the future you can like you know get it before you are actually executing it yeah I loved it it was so fun yes I agree 
It and was fun. you were so awesome to work with. Like I, as she said, like I went to go get my hair and makeup done, <laughs> and <laughs> before the event, and I, I felt comfortable enough to be able to like leave the space so I could go get ready, mm-hmm. which is like. I don't know if you have any event planner friends, but we're in control all the time. Yeah. So. We are all t- type A personalities. So it's really hard for us to delegate and really hard for us to like leave. So like knowing that I felt comfortable enough to like leave and actually go eat lunch and go get my hair done and my makeup done. Like it, it was, it's just like a, ugh, like off your shoulders. Like you just feel relieved when you can like leave somebody and you feel like they're going to do their job correctly. Yeah. And you looked great. Ah, oh, thank you. We'll so, we'll send some photos of that too. Yeah, we'll post some um, pictures. We're gonna do more bonus episodes like this, yeah. just talking about like some what we've learned from past events. Maybe we'll I do a bonus that. episode on like 2023 event, like positives and negatives on what we learned and Ooh. how we can grow. And so we'll this just... is the first time I'm hearing about this too, and I'm excited. <laughs> So we'll throw in little bonus episodes. So this will be our first one. First bonus episode. Oof. We hope you enjoyed. Yes. And thank you, everyone. And happy new year. Happy new year. Thank you for tuning in to another chaotic episode. If you enjoyed our conversation, please follow, rate, and leave us a review on Apple Podcast. We love hearing from you, and we want your voice to be a part of the conversation. That's right. We want your thoughts, comments, and burning questions. Whether it's a topic you'd love us to explore, a comment about a recent episode, or a question that's just been keeping you up at night, we want to hear it. You can find our social media and email in the show notes. We look forward to connecting with you. Bye!